Welcome, everybody. This is episode number 115 of Tech Sales Insights. Really excited to have uh, excellent go-to-market leader, Mark Stevenson, uh, with us today. Our title topic is around your ICP, your ideal customer profile. Why a focus on ICP is even more critical now for go-to-market teams. So not just sales, but the whole broader uh, go-to-market team. Uh, as always, brought to you by Sales Community. For those that are members, thank you very much. For those that are not, you can go to salescommunity.com and uh, you'll see in the upper left-hand corner, I think it is, a link winter free. Uh, and as always, we have Tucker behind the scenes here helping. So Tucker, thanks so much. And maybe you can uh, put up the free link there as well. And uh, we've got a, a new company to uh, sales community, trender.ai, who is uh, sponsoring today. They're, they're in the ICP space, so we thought that would be uh, very appropriate. Uh, so it's trender.ai. And uh, Tucker, maybe you can also post the uh, link uh, for them in case anybody wants to check them out. They're uh, de definitely an up-and-comer. Uh, Trender is a new approach to sales prospecting. It's a search engine that automatically discovers new prospects across social media platforms, kind of like Sixth Sense for social. So if you think about it, you know, lots of different use cases, but for sales, uh, Trender automatically scans and searches social media platforms to uncover conversations and contacts based on targeted keywords and hashtags. Get the right people quickly, book more meetings, engage with prospects authentically. So uh, look forward to uh, seeing and hearing more about Trender as uh, we expand our relationship. So, uh, Mark, we've known each other for a long time. Uh, you've done a much better job of keeping your hair, although gray. Uh, than I but uh, I certainly can vouch you know, personally and, and firsthand uh, working with and alongside Mark. Uh, he was uh, recently a very successful CRO at uh, Eversort. Before that was at Avi Networks, then Cloud Passage, Digital Realty, all in uh, sales leadership jobs. And then before that, he was in the uh, big company side uh, where we're together at uh, HPE and also uh, Cisco for a long time. And uh, early on, I think you cut your teeth in sales first with Xerox, correct? Solid typewriters and copiers, door to door, Randy. There you go. Uh, so, so, so what do you think was uh, maybe if there's any uh, new sellers here, uh, they're uh, starting to get into sales or think about sales. Any uh, va any valuable or maybe number one takeaway from uh, Xerox for them? Uh, the harder you work, the luckier you get. The cold calling is foundational. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, amazing. You can uh, you know, say how critical it is and you know, talk to some younger folks these days. Uh, you know, they, they seem to kind of shy away from it. Uh, I won't say your name. I was uh, speaking with uh, Ken Doherty and some other uh, executives at a uh, University of Alabama MBA sales class Monday. And the person <laughs> says, uh, and my hair is about to go on fire if I had hair, you know, I want to get into sales, but I really, you know, I have an MBA, so I don't want to, I don't want to do any cold calling. So, you know, you know, my answer, my answer was to that. But anyway, Mark has a uh, awesome wife, Angela, two wonderful young men, uh, also very charitable uh, in his uh, San Francisco uh, community. And uh, has been a great partner with sales community. Uh, some of you may have seen the uh, RevOps uh, architecture that we put together based on a CRO offsite in uh, Beaver Creek. So uh, Mark was instrumental uh, get, getting that going as well. So uh, let's jump in with our uh, title topic here, I, I, ICP. So um, do you want to start with your kind of intro on it or do you want to put the chat uh, GBT? 
Well, I'll do a little intro, then we'll do it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you know, we, uh, Tucker and, and sales community, I, I'm really glad to be here. And uh, we, we did a post yesterday on ICP that you could, you could read. And it's really over time, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not that smart. I had an original idea in 1987. I can't remember it. So from an execution standpoint on go-to-market, I focus on four things. ICP is the first, hiring great talent. How you get your whole team focused on on go to market for efficiency and leverage, and then sales effectiveness and a modern RevOps stack. But why ICP is so critical is always been a point. Everybody will tell you, "Oh yeah, we're really focused on our ICP." But in this economy, whether we're it's an R or not, it's even more critical to focus on your ICP. And and it's uh, what what is the ICP? Randy and I were were chatting about it, and you know, if you you kind of been under a rock, yeah, hadn't heard about ChatGPT. And I said, well, I'll ask ChatGPT what is ICP and see what see what the answer is. And you, you got to post this, Randy. It's I could not believe, uh, you know, in less than a minute, what the response was. So if if you want a good definition of ICP, ChatGPT's got it. And, um, you know, if you pull that up, it's, it's really four things, right? Is you, you want to focus, you want to put all the wood behind the arrow of an ideal customer for your business. And you want to look at things like demographics, psychographics, how they buy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, third is behavior. And you just mentioned a lot of technologies out like, uh, like Sixth Sense and others where you can, you can understand intent bias and behaviors of, of prospects, uh, rich, rich opportunity to use technology around ICP and your, your uh, uh, company sponsored today, absolutely there as well. And then, you know, the company organization and size. And that last piece that Chat, Chat GPT mentioned, company size, is usually the only thing people are focused on around ICP. You got to look at these other factors. And I, I love, even at the bottom, it's a little hard to read there. It says, resulting, the reason you focus on ICP is to be more efficient and effective in your marketing campaigns and get higher conversion rates. How spot on is that? Crazy. It's exactly the reason you'd focus on ICP. Uh, crazy. Uh, we have a couple of comments. So uh, anybody who wants to ask any questions or chime in with any comments, certainly love that. So uh, Peter Bell says, uh, love Mark Stevenson quote, the harder I work, the luckier I get right on. Uh, Peter also a uh, cold caller back in the day, like all of us. Uh, Justin Middleton says 100%. And uh, then Justin adds, then it's nice to know who responds in what channel, phone, email, social. Absolutely. And then probably a follow on from there to go with Justin's comment is there's probably degrees of success if you can not only know who's responding by what channel but then know what's the propensity to actually enter the pipeline and then actually get deals closed so you could have as an example uh maybe i'm going to make it up so maybe somebody responds on the website doesn't end up converting but somebody that i'm going to do through the channel partners or through phone those end up converting better but the point would be relative to knowing your ICP, kind of what are these kind of reach out lead gen channels yield more success? Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, um, you know, really you want to look at if we peeled onion even further, 
the other thing about ICP is you want to pick customers that have the highest need for what you what your solution provides. And if you're getting higher connect rates to folks that need your product more, that that's probably why. But they need you, you want to focus on customers that have a high need for what you do. Second, that you could expand with, right? Um, that they're going to need this solution across their entire business. And that's how you get better conversion rates on new logos, but how those new logos turn to greater than 120% net dollar retention, which is the key to SaaS, right? Is if I'm all, if my, if my business model is all about new logo acquisition, that's tough and it's hard on, I'm going to say this word has been used in a long time, margins and gross margin and profit <laughs> and cash, right? So you, you want to be able to, work with customers that you can build a business around. That's the third element. So high need, high need for what you have, ability to expand. And third, can you build a great business around that? That should be an element around your ICP. And if they really need what you got, I bet your conversion rates are going to be higher. If you can communicate that, you can solve that, right? Yeah, it's especially seeing you know, Pete Peter on the uh, you know VC side. You you hear about you know a lot of different factors, but you know product market fit. But you know they, they might have product market fit and think they're selling, but kind of how scalable and repeatable is it by those different segments? And what's the value prop messaging, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, something as simple, stupid as this. I back when I was at Cisco, every year you'd have the scrum on picking your accounts, and I would use two things to pick my accounts. I would look at, does the company have double digit revenue growth? And what's their gross margin? Here's the big tell. If the gross margin is greater than 50%, uh, they don't need an annual budget cycle to buy what you got. They got disposable cash to buy what you got. If nothing other, look at double digit revenue growth and gross margin to pick the, the industries you're going to go after. That's why when somebody tells me, yeah, we're going after healthcare, retail, and manufacturing, I'm like, oh, good God. Uh, it, uh, hopefully, it's because your solution only works for those markets, but that's tough ICP industry to go after. Hey, hey, you know what? How about this for a blog idea? How to help reps figure out what accounts they want to request in the current sales cycle, right? I mean, how many reps... You know, go after just the stupid stuff, and there's so many common sense things. So maybe, maybe you can do that as a, a follow-on blog. And right. then uh, uh, Tim from uh, Convertive, who's a fantastic uh, services partner in the uh, RevOps space uh, and data space, says uh, Chat GBT is missing technographic data. Right. And then uh, Tim also says personality trait data too. But uh, still, still is amazing as a resource tool, huh? Well, that's the point is like if if you're if you're opening you're opening thinking about something, I'd go hit chat chat GPT to see what's the prevailing research and topics and things on it. But Tim uh, points out a really topical piece right now, which is unless you're astute on the topic, you won't know if you're being spoofed by chat GPT or not. And he's exactly right. It's a great first answer that we showed today. And in less than a minute, I'll take that. But technographic data, which really means what, what, what kind of uh, other technologies does the company buy? Like, 
it, it, does your solution really work well with Salesforce or others? That's a tell in your ICP that you want to really scrum for and, and figure out. Um, and, and personality data and all these other things, you know, uh, I, I, I made this comment that no, no persona buys a personality buys. And you, you want to vividly understand your ideal customer profile to the person, uh, the role, the type, uh, why they would want to buy that solution, the behaviors around it. That's how deep you want to get. The other thing, you know, is some of these things we're talking about is so foundational, but it gets overlooked. Like back in the day, what were the three things around a value prop that we would focus on? Can your solution bring a dollar of revenue into the company? Can it take a dollar of cost out? Or does it mitigate risk? Or like you say, does it keep you out of jail? But it's in that priority. If you, you, if you could show your solution can bring another dollar of revenue into the company, that's the highest order value prop. And by gosh, if it can also save cost, that is a hugely valuable value prop. But I, I worry about folks that aren't really focused on those three things. And if your value prop is really just risk mitigation, that's challenging in any economy, especially now. Yeah, totally. And then speaking of personality, just a sidebar, we had the pleasure of meeting uh, the Humantic AI uh, CEO, Amar Preet, in uh, Beaver Creek at our event. So for those that have not talking about personality, you can uh, you, you use that login and you get a free I don't know, trial, a few weeks or something like that. But it's fascinating because you can put in your name and see if somebody's selling to you, kind of how they should work things, but also more importantly, people that are either on your team in terms of how can you work better with them, but then people you're trying to sell to or partner with because different personality profiles, number one, knowing the personality profile helps. Then number two, knowing what they may like or not like is a, is a huge advantage. So, and you, you, you've seen that as well, correct, Mark? Yeah, it's, it is, um, actually it, it, it's kind of a renaissance time in RevOps right now there's so many different tools that you can use to really um, get scalable ICP. And uh, actually, the, the bigger problem is focusing on what are my leading and lagging metrics that I really want to improve? What's the current problems in my go-to-market? So then you can uh, zero in on the tech stacks where you really need to make the investment. I, I think a lot of companies are 150% of tools and maybe 25% of utilization, right? It's, uh, yeah. what's the effect? Yeah, and value is e e even worse. So uh, another uh, uh, concept you believe in a lot is the whole value one uh, in the ICP and really tied into the M and Medic or MedPick. Yeah, this, this is, like I said before, I, I just shamelessly steal best practices that I've heard from somewhere else. So value one is a concept from Looker that got by, bought by Google. And basically the idea is this, is you have to understand the current state situation. What's the problem the customer has? Second, what's the metric uh, that is inside that problem that they want to address? And third, what's the desired state metric need to be to where they would invest in it? So you always talk, oh yeah, we're an ROI seller. Uh, well, everybody's 
clear on what the investment is, but what's the return? And so the M in medic is really that met that metric of improvement that's tied to the pain that you that you have. So it's a long, long old concept. And some people they get you know, hey, I, you know, that's yesterday's news. No, no, people are still buying. They're still trying to solve problems that they have. And unless you can auger in on what's the metric of improvement, maybe it's mean time to failure recovery or being able to scale to more customers, whatever that metric is, if you don't find that out and do that homework and help the customer justify it, your sales cycle is, is out of control. And I think more so than ever before, CFOs are scrutinizing every spend. And they're going to be looking for the metric of improvement uh, that they'll have. So the idea here is take your ICP, but really get into what that value one metric of improvement would be uh, as a, a fail-proof way of, of getting your sales cycles moving in the right direction and really having uh, control over your, the campaigns that you would have. Any homework you ask the customer to do is a bad idea forever.